Hallelujah. We honor you, God. We honor you. We bless your name. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. We bless your name. Hallelujah. 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 Ooh, I feel his presence in this place. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God, we honor you. We thank you for who you are and for what you've done. We ask that you magnify yourself continuously in this place and grant that we will hear your voice even in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, as you take your seats, why don't you just bless God with your hands. Put your hands together and bless his name. <clears throat> From 2 Corinthians chapter 4, um, these words are found in verses 8 and 9. I'm introducing a new series the next few weeks, verses 8 and 9, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. For the next few moments, I want you to make a declaration with me. And I just want you to lift your voice with your mask on. And I want you to lift your voice and just say, I'm bruised, but not broken. That's it. Bruised, but not broken. You may take your seats in the sanctuary. Bruised but not broken. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, maybe that wasn't your testimony. Maybe that's about somebody else. But the person sitting in your seat, the one on the inside, resonates with the statement. Maybe not the one that is appearing to others on the outside, but the inside person knows exactly what I mean. The, the text offers the, uh, the reader a certain level of post-traumatic optimism. Puts it to the reader that we are going to remain optimistic in the midst of some difficult days, some daunting days, some dark days. And, and I'm going to tell you now, <clears throat> I've been through some things. But in the midst of it all, I'm yet optimistic. So I have post-traumatic optimism. Uh, Josh Stone uh, does the same thing in her song, Bruised But Not Broken. You may have not have heard her, but, but, but Bruce Were Not Broken was her song. She talks about lost love. <clears throat> Been a lot that 
I've been through. I've cried a tear a time or two. Baby, you know, I cried some over you. My heart had my heart kicked to the ground. Love ripped me up and tore me down. Baby, but that ain't enough to break me. Because I'll rise above and I'll pick myself up and I'll dust the pain off my heart and I'll be all right. And I'll love again. And the wounds will mend. I'm bruised, but not broken. <sighs> Life has a way of bruising us. Life has a way of hitting us. Hard sometimes. And we live in what can best be described as a sickly, sad, sullen, and sometimes sadistic world. Let me say it again. It's sickly, sad, sullen, and sometimes it is a sadistic world that we live in. I know all the pleasurable things that are around. I know the good things that you enjoy. But despite all of the world's sensual and sensational delights, we are bound to be bruised, burdened, and bombarded by physical and emotional blows that are nearly unbearable. Sometime what I go through, I'm not sure I can make it through. And, and, and let's just be, be clear here. Because some of us who are going through right now resonate well with the poet, that wonderful sage Paul Lawrence Dunbar. When he wrote his poem, We Wear the Mask. Because sometimes we hide our pain behind the mask. Dunbar wrote, we wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts we smile. And mouthed with a myriad subtleties, why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but, O oh Christ, our cries to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, but all oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But let the world dream otherwise, we wear the mask. And some of us have been wearing masks so long, we've lost the look of our own faces. For we wear the mask even when looking in the mirror so that the person looking back at us from behind the mask looks like the person that we want to see while the true person is hiding even from ourselves beneath the mask. We, we, we constantly wear masks to hide the reality of our suffering, even from those closest to us. Somewhere, 
physical mask. And, I, and I'm not referring to this face covering I just took off a moment ago to save us from the pandemic. No, that's not the physical mask. I'm talking about the things we do with our faces. To hide our true feelings from others. Uh, you, you know, some of us, every now and then, get caught in moments of truth where our face gives away our true heart without our mind being aware of the fact that it is giving away secrets. Because normally we wear a mask. Occasionally we are shocked into facial truth, but normally we wear our mask. <laughs> yeah, we, we wear the mask of happiness when the feeling of, of the mind are sad. We wear the mask of health when we're really sick. We wear the mask of strength when we really feel weak. We wear the mask of wholeness when we really are feeling broken. We wear the mask of wholesomeness when we really are a whole mess. <laughs> we wear the mask of friendliness when we're really mean as a rattlesnake. We wear the mask of smiles even when we are feeling nothing but frowns. We wear masks. I came to preach today. I, I remember some years ago, back in the 70s, uh, my, my 70 cut buddy, Deacon Daniel's not here now, he would know this song right off the bat. But back in the 70s, the undisputed truth uh, well, along with the Funk Brothers, put out a song called Smiling Faces. Sometimes, oh, that's old school right there. They don't tell the truth. Smiling faces sometimes pretend to be your friend. Smiling faces show no traces of the evil that lurks within. Smiling faces, smiling faces, and they don't tell the truth. Can you dig it? I'm taking these young folk to school this morning. I, 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 I came to talk about it because our mask, as Dunbar pointed out, and even as Maya Angelou would include Dunbar's words in her own poem, pointed out that the faces of our mass, our faces have long masked our pain as a survival technique against the inhumanity of oppression. We were laughing when there was nothing funny. We weren't laughing, we were making a noise. 
skinning and grinning when we felt nothing at all humorous in that. It was a part of what we needed to do to survive. And our ancestors held on, scratching where they didn't itch and hiding their hurt. We've skinned and grinned our way through the nightmare of slavery, sexism, and second-class citizenship. Survival was at stake of not only ourselves, but of a people. But, but I'm afraid, as I preach this now, that we carried our survival technique into our walk with God and have hidden our pain beneath the veil of our mask. Yes, yes. We've brought it right into our faith walk. Maybe at times it's good. We, 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 we shout from the rafters, I don't look like what I've been through. While knowing there are times when we look worse than what we've been through. Yeah. I may not look like what I've been through, but there were some days if you had seen me then. You wouldn't have thought I was going to make it through. The mantra, I don't look like what I've been through, has been countermanded by the apostle's statement. Yes, we've been through, and it's okay to share your pain. <sighs> Sharing pain is, is, is redemptive. It pulls the sting and the stench and the strength of the incident and reshapes it into a testimony. Bible says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by, I'll add, the pain of their testimony. There's no testimony without a test. There's no testimony without some pain. There's no testimony without some difficulties. Testimony is the fact of your journey through the lens of your faith. Yeah, Paul is testifying. He's testifying. He's testifying. What are you saying, Paul? Trial, tribulations, terror, tragedy, and triumph are all a part of the reality of humanity. That, that ought to make somebody feel better right there. You're not special. And you're not any worse because you've been going through. The, 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 you, you're not the only one hell has had an assignment on. You're not the only one that's been going through 
You're not the only one to stand over and watch loved ones leave or feel the pain of sickness yourself. You're not the only one who may not move at the speed you moved at at one point in your life and who may not feel emboldened by the strength you once had. Yes, you may have some bruises. But I want to say something about those bruises. Bruises are noticeable. They're necessary and they're normal. They're noticeable, necessary, and they're normal. I, I, I let me, whew, I feel like preaching in here today. You, you, yes, life bruises you. But you know what bruises are? Bruises are the marks that indicate the body is fighting back from the injury, seeking to heal itself. <laughs> I'm fighting back. All that is within me and all that I'm made up of, every sinew of my body, every nerve, every cell has joined into the battle of fighting back from that which has scarred me and bruised me and I shall be made whole again. Yeah, come on for a few more minutes. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not struck down. Struck, struck down, but not destroyed. Let, let me, can I um, what size it for a moment? And, and, and alliterate what the apostle was trying to say in 21st century language, because I'm going I'm to bless somebody today. The apostle demonstrates four ways he's been bruised but not broken. That's what that was. Four ways he's been bruised but not broken. I want to put it in a vernacular that you might be able to grab hold of and, and chew the cud on this week. For those of you who, who do not understand farm language, a cow eats and then he brings back and eats Jews again. Every now and then you need to, yeah, you need to recycle it to get it in your, okay, come on back. I'm, four things, four things, four things. Number one, the apostle says, we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed. Can I give it like this? The apostle says, we're struggling and balanced. We're struggling and balanced. I like that because I can admit to the fact that I'm getting pressure. I can admit to the fact that the pressure is crushing. But, but you have to realize uh, that this is a submariner's area around here and every submariner would understand exactly what I'm going to say. When a submarine goes under the ocean, it is pressed. 
and it balanced itself out by pressing against the press. I'm pressed. I acknowledge it, but I'm balanced. I'm struggling, but I've got something within me that keeps pushing back against the struggle that keeps me from going under. Even though it's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I got something within me. Don't push me. Close to the edge. Trying not to lose. I'm struggling, but and balanced. Both are together. They're not separate. He 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 lifts up the one. And then he offers the antithesis. He lifts up the struggle and then says, but I got a way of handling it. So he says, my struggle is real. And you don't have to lie to nobody. You you can go on and tell them the struggle is real. You, You don't have to lie to nobody. But just because the struggle is real does not make God any less real. My God is real, for I can feel him in my soul. His love for me is like pure gold. My God is real, for he has washed and made me whole. I'm struggling and balanced. Can I press my claim? He says we are perplexed but not in despair. Can I I work this again? I'm not only struggling and balanced, I'm stressed and blessed. See, I know some of y'all, I know we get into popular culture and we all say, too too blessed to be stressed. That's a lie. That's a lie. Believers get stressed, but just because I'm stressed does not eliminate my blessings. I'm stressed and blessed. And what God allows me to go through, he'll put no more on me than I can bear. I can handle the stressors of my life because I'm blessed. The reason I'm blessed is because I've got Jesus on my side. I want to give you another, I want to give you another way to, to think about this. Is it working for you this morning? Look at somebody, just wave at them across the room, don't get too close. Just tell them, I'm stressed, but not stressed out. (laughs) Stressed, but not stressed out. See, see, this is real preaching right here. This, this, this ain't no, I'm not going to just 
Pollyannish you into, into talking to you today. I'm talking real talk right now because some of you know what I mean. You got bills that have not been paid. You got issues that need to be taken care of. You got decisions that are coming up. You got plans that need to be made. You got partners that are no longer with you. It's stressful, but God has not allowed you to be stressed out. You're still here. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm peeling it. I'm... And then, and then, I'm running out of time, but not out of word. The third thing he says, he says, I'm persecuted, but not forsaken. Polly, come on, Polly. Talk to me, Polly. You mean you're an apostle and folks still going at you? You're an apostle? And folk talking about you? You you an apostle and they gossiping on you? You are an apostle and they lying on you? You're an apostle and some folk are killing you softly? And what Paul says is, yeah. They at me, y'all. But I'm not by myself. Because just because they leave me, the Lord promised that he'd never leave me nor forsake me. So I'm persecuted, but I'm not forsaken. Look, 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 look. I got to give it to you. you. You can see the alliteration coming together. I, I need to just help somebody. I'm suffering. And I'm backed. I got somebody that's got my back, God. Woo! You, you, you don't have to help me if you don't want to. You don't have to be on my team if you don't want to. I got somebody who's got my back. You may not see him, but he's always there. He's got my back. I got to get out of here, y'all. Deuteronomy 4.31 says, For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not forsake you nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers, which he swore to you, swore to them. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. I'm trying to encourage somebody right now. I'm speaking to your spirit. 31 verse 8, I'm in Deuteronomy. He says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And then he says, do not fear nor be dismayed. I'm suffering, but I got back up. Okay, y'all, I guess, I guess I can leave now. 
Oh, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. He says, I've been struck down, but not destroyed. Wow. I've been struck down. See, some of y'all who haven't been through anything yet, you, you don't quite get this sermon. But those of you who've been through stuff, you feel like running right now. Because you know that can't nobody. <laughs> I knew I had a witness in here. Do me like Jesus and can't nobody. Do me like the Lord. Well, he says, he says, I need to help y'all one more time. He says, I have been struck, but I'm bolstered. Reverend, what do you mean bolstered? To be bolstered means that I'm reinforced. I'm picked up. I'm bolstered into place. You see, I, I keep getting hit. And I keep getting struck by the weapons of this world. And, but, I, but I have to keep getting back up. Because there's somebody who's been backing me up and picking me up every time I'm done when I tell you this. Look at somebody wave at them say, neighbor, I've been knocked down. But I have not been knocked out. Life may knock you down, but God keeps you from getting knocked out. You may go through some things. You may cry sometimes. You may have some hard days. Tears may stream. You may crawl up in your bed in a fetal position, but God keeps blessing you, and you will not be knocked out. God is with you. You may be knocked down, but you will not be knocked out. Bruised, but not broken. This is the word of God for the people of God. Somebody give God a praise. As you stand all over the sanctuary, I want to invite someone who does not know the Lord who, who may be looking for a place of worship. If you're here today or if you're watching us online, I want to give you an opportunity. I want you, if you are listening to us online, go and put a call in or go and write an email right now. Don't wait. Don't say, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Right now, put a call in to us. Tell us, I want to be a member I want to give my life to Christ. If you're here in the sanctuary and you've never given your life to Jesus or you want to be a member of Shiloh, just raise your hand and I, we will receive you and get your information into the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want everyone to bow your heads with me right now. I, I'm, I'm on an uh, idea in my mind to destigmatize speaking up about your truth. I'm on, I'm, on a, I'm on a rampage to take away the stigmatization 
of saints being able or not being able to say, this is a struggle bus and I'm riding on it so that others can join in praying for them so that we can be helpers one of another so that the Bible says the strong can bear the infirmities of the weak because at some point in life you'll sit in both seats there'll be sometimes when you'll be the strong helping to bear someone else's burden but life will put you in the other seat and you'll be the weak needing someone to bear your burden with you just recognize whatever seat you're in it doesn't last because we go through cycles of life ups and downs and so right now in this place here with your heads bowed and your eyes closed I want you right now to give whatever struggle you have to Christ now and I want you just to tell God admit to God Lord I'm bruised but thank you that you haven't let me be broken Lord I'm bruised but thank you that you didn't give the enemy full reign over my life I'm not broken thank you God right now for your people as we pray for your people surrender to you in recognition that we need you. And we ask God that someone over the airways, someone on YouTube, someone on Facebook, someone who may listen to this later on a podcast will recognize your handiwork in our lives and that we're never by ourselves, but we're always with you. Cover us, God. Give strength to the feeble. Give strength to the feeble. Lift up the bow down head. Dry the eyes of the crying. And remind us, God, that we can always call on you. For you are ever-present help in the time of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen.